Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. You know, our producers, Brandon, thought it would be a great idea if we had some uh, seasonal-type content for the show. So I thought I'd get a little Halloween-ish because we're right around that holidays. Here's the title. How Watching Horror Films Can Actually Help People Manage Their Anxiety by Annie Renault who is a writer, wife, mother of three, panache for coffee, wonderless and practical idealism. On good days, enjoy a beautiful struggle of maintaining a well-balanced life. On bad days, I binge on chocolate and dream of traveling the world alone. You can find her on the Twitters at Motherhood and More. That's Annie Renault. Ooh, I bet she's MAGA, Brandon. <laughs> well, she's definitely not. Well, maybe she's MAGA. I don't know. Yeah. I'm almost going to have to create a, a third meter for her. The mommy meter. She is like so far out of the mommy meter. It's like this whole woman's identity is, and I, you've known women like this and people like this. I, I think it's in general, it's more women than men, but I'm sure there are lots of men that do this. But it's like their whole life is their children, and let's talk about our children and let's talk. Now, to, to be fair to her, she's probably awesome. She's made a career of her children and her family. So when she writes this, she's sort of writing it through the lens of a mother. When you look at her work that she's done, she was like she was like a editor at Scary Mommy, and Ooh. you know she's done a lot of uh, gotta, of stuff around kids. Subscribe to that. So <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it's hard for me to put her on it. She doesn't give me any. I think that she's so beyond woke and MAGA. I think she's so focused on her children and kids in general that those it's whatever works for your kid is where where she is. So she is a nine and a half, even a ten on the mommy meter. That's where I'm putting her. I just went to scarymommy.com. It's a lovely site. Anyways, from Annie, let me read you this first quote. One of the first things my daughter's therapist said when she started phobia treatment was that anxiety thrives on avoidance. The more you try to avoid what scares you, the stronger the anxiety over it becomes. That concept forms the base of, of exposure therapy, which can be an effective way of overcoming clinical fears. Instead of avoiding things that make you anxious, exposure therapy involves approaching what scares you step by step little by little, and processing your fear at each step. Now, this makes perfect sense to me, Brandon. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a fear that needs to be exposed? Yes, of course. Who doesn't? Uh, I don't know. I mean, what's your I'm fear? I have a giant f a fear of heights. You do? Giant. Gigantic. You mean like if you're on a, a tall building, you're freaked out? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. And by the way, so like you, what, if you've hiked Half Dome, I can't even look like get near the cliff. <laughs> I mean, I've hiked it. I cannot get near it. You know, it's it's interesting about what people are afraid of. I have absolutely zero fear of heights. I have zero oh. fear of talking in public, like the normal ones. Yeah. But I am horribly claustrophobic. Like you yeah. put me in a there in a go. closed space, I'm like, I am killing you to get out of there. Absolutely no. I I appreciate this. I actually had a friend once who had this. He's a hypochondriac for sure. Great guy, love him, but he's definitely a hypochondriac. And he had this, as I recall. He had this thing where he could no longer drive over bridges, which I think is like he yep. it's a fairly common phobia. Totally. And uh I think he probably read about it in a magazine and created this phobia for himself. That's the kind of guy he is. Um wow. but he did. He went to a, a psychotherapist and they drove over bridges together so that he could get over. Now he lived in Portland, Oregon, wow. which is a, a city of bridges everywhere. <laughs> so the dude was couldn't leave his house because he was couldn't. Why didn't he just move to Amsterdam or something? I Good know, lord. Man. 
holy cow, dude. I mean, Dennis. you know, he could have lived in like Kansas. He would have been better. He would like, oh, I don't have any phobias because I live in Kansas. <laughs> you know, if you live in Kansas, maybe you don't know that you have a fear of crossing bridges or heights. So, uh, I mean, so I do get this. I truly do believe that it's that it's helpful. The scary movie part to me was truly fascinating because I hate scary movies in general. I do too. Like I'm I the dude too. that puts his hands over his eye. I just don't like scaring myself. Like that movie It by Stephen King with that freaky Pennywise the clown. I'm like, oh, just I can't even listen to the band Pennywise. Why don't you? Are you? Is it's is it scaring you? Well, like, why uh, don't I you think like it's the, I think it's the shock. I think it's like, you know, it's not real, but it's like the, I mean, master uh, horror filmmakers are really, really good at their craft, right? They know how to scare you. They know what to do. They know how to like, there's, there's some show called The Watcher on Netflix right now, where I just saw the trailer because Corey was watching it. I was like, oh, I'm not watching that. You know, it's like that scene where the, the person's in there and then right behind him, someone walks through a hallway. They're like, ah, yeah. you know, it's like that scare tactic. <laughs> But I could see the validity of this and sort of the. Well, I just want to say, like, so were you did what did you think of Blair Witch Project like a gazillion years ago? You see that? I thought it was an interesting. I went and saw it in the theaters actually with a buddy, and I thought it was an interesting. I, I liked it more for its art, knowing that it was these sort of art school kids that shot yeah. this on one camera. So I was more watching it for that, as I recall. I, I felt like yeah, it's pretty scary, and and they and they did it. They used all the tricks, so. Yeah, it was scary for sure, but I, I also appreciate it for a different reason. I, I I agree with you. The reason I don't typically like scary movies is the gore. I just don't like seeing blood and guts. and sl- I, don't, I don't like that. This yeah, well, those are slasher sit- movies. Those are different but than Halloween I think. sort of. in like. Well, that's a slasher movie. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. So you're saying it I mean, is- if you look at, if you watch like The Shining, there's not yes. a ton of gore in The Shining, but it's scary as hell, right? Yeah. If you watch uh, movies that are out there that are. Hellraiser. Uh, Ring. Ring was the single scariest yeah. movie I've ever seen in my really? life. Very, really? very little gore in that movie, but it is absolutely horrifying. When that little girl crawls out of that <laughs> well, I, I about poop my pants. I mean, it was just, <laughs> you talk about covering your eyes up. I mean, like, uh. so like, again, you know, it's not real, but so I have this deep appreciation for the idea of how they created. I'm a big fan of zombie films. Oh, uh, I just love zombie films. That's I love why the whole AMC genre. has thousands. Like, good lord, enough it. with the zombie. Not, not enough. Dear they God. need to make more. Love them. Are you serious? Oh, love them. Love my oh, favorite. End of God. the world stuff is great. But I like it more for the psychology behind it of how you're going to survive this. I don't really like the slasher movie either. It just, I don't know, it's too scary. But back to the whole point of the article, which is can it help kids? I could see the veracity of that. It's like baby steps. Like saying, okay, we're going to watch a little, and it's scary, but it's, you know, it's the thing you're scared of is less scary than that movie. And, and the movie's not real, right? So you can see how a psychiatrist could use that as a tool to help kids get over or people get over their fears. Well, I always think it's funny that, okay, we're going to watch a horror film, so they're going to try to scare you. So they know they're going to scare you. It's kind of like going to a haunted house. Like, we're going to a house to be scared, but we know they're going to scare us, so how do we get scared? Well, it's the it's the trick of that's the whole point of what makes a master you know horror film uh, george romero those kind of people that can make these these scary movies is they they know how to scare you that's the whole point of it it's like yes of course you know it's not real and it, you're there to be scared but that's the whole magic of it is that they do still scare you even though you know it's not real it's still scary it's the visual effect of it it's the sound it's the acting it's all that it's fantastic 
Did you see this note? A study published in January 2021 found that horror fans exhibited greater resiliency during the early days of the COVID pandemic. Uh, I wonder why that is. Just because they're exposed to things that are scary and like this worldwide pandemic was ultimately just scary because people didn't know it was going to happen. The zombies were coming and. Yeah, I could see that being the case. So I went and uh, saw this band called Ice Nine Kills and actually went and saw them as a bit of a misnomer, Larry, because as you know, I am a <laughs> member, uh, just as you, you are, of the Benevolent Protective Order of Elves. Yes. Oh. And in, I've in, only we, been one for 20 years. I'm sure you've vol- been a long time. We ever. volunteer at our local Harris, like this venue, music venue, and the proceeds go to charity, whatever. But I, so they're like, hey, can you wear this thing on the shirts? It was called the Trinity of Terror Tour. And one of the bands was called Ice Nine Kills. And so I happened to just stick my head in there because you get these breaks. And I was like, it was like macabre theater. It was awesome. I actually started listening. I listen to them every time I go to the gym now because they're very much like this theatrical metal band. Anyway, the point to that is I think people like to scare themselves. You should have seen the crowd. They were all dressed up and they like some of them look like they'd been they had hatchet wounds in their head. And it's just a thing. Right. I mean, and so. I do think that there is something to the horror genre that can be, I think the the point of this article, as I interrupt myself, is, <laughs> is that the author is basically saying that typically, or kind of leading to think that horror films are typically really not great. People look down on them, but they can have some benevolent parts to them. And I think like this Ice Nine Kills, it's just harmless entertainment, unless, you know, you're sacrificing babies or something. But I mean, ultimately, I could see how there is a beneficial part of this horror genre in terms of helping kids. So I would just say the last thing is this is just going into the mommy factory, right? Because I didn't really ever grow up watching horror movies. Poltergeist was maybe about it. I'm a grown man. I still don't watch a lot of horror movies. Why? If your kid doesn't like horror movies, why do you got to have them watch horror movies to begin with? Like, there's no, you, you just avoid Horror movies. Well, was I don't think that was the point of the the article. It was. It was just that, more that you can overcome anything if with a little bit of exposure. Yes, yeah, so uh, any fear they have, if you're, you know, this is scarier than whatever little fear you have. I think that's the point. It's not. They weren't afraid of horror films. They were afraid of other well, things. Gave to back to my thing. Like I've been afraid of heights my entire life. I'm a grown man. I still don't love heights. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about it. But if you yeah. really were, if you were truly like paralyzed by it you might have to go see a shrink and they probably would take you to like a second story building and let you look off and then pull back i mean that's probably part of that therapy so that's the point of this the one would be is that uh that would really intersect here is if me and my wife got on the amazing race and had to do (laughs) like for a million dollars i had to go scale a building and my wife's kicking me in the nuts this could be for our future get up there i'll be like oh man totally she would totally uh, be awesome. Well, Larry, I'd like to thank you for teaching me all about your phobias and how to overcome them. 